You know, when I look around at all the entrepreneurs who are grinding it out, spending 70 to 80 hours per week growing their business, you have to ask yourself the question, at what cost? Hi, my name is Tim Uchuk, and in this podcast, we're going to be exploring the tools, tactics, and strategies for crushing it and scaling your business without making the ultimate sacrifice of your time and freedom. Hey, what's up, guys? Tim Uchuk here. Just want to hop on and talk about a theme that I'm sure is top of mind for you if you're not living under a rock. Um, The theme of this quick training is going to be how to recession-proof your business during uncertain times. And uh, if if you're running a business, chances are you're um, being impacted by, you know, the great uh, resignation, by inflation rates, by supply chain issues, by you know, instability of currencies and all of these things that are kind of coming at us simultaneously. We're just coming out of, um, kind of coming out of COVID. So we've had uh, quite a run over the last year or two. And a lot of these things um, feel like they're outside of uh, the scope of our control. And and they are to to a large extent. So what I want to focus on in this training is what is within the scope of our control so that we can double down and put all of our energy and focus and attention on those things that we can control so that we can um, gain a an advantage, a competitive advantage by focusing in the right areas, especially when times get tough. And the good news is if you get good at these four strategies I want to share with you here today, then when times get good, you're going to be that much further ahead. And really, we want to ultimately, like the greatest strategy I've found um, because my businesses were located in Alberta, and so we've dealt with, you know, we're very much hitched to the price of oil. So we deal with good times, bad times in a five to seven year uh, cycle, and it uh, has taught me the value of always planning for the worst case scenario. So let's jump into it. I first want to talk about um, most of the business owners that we work with, and I'm going to talk about this through the lens of my own personal story. Uh, truck body manufacturing business, equipment service businesses, so outside of our our Perfect Week program, um, where I found myself, this uh, growth ceiling we often talk about, where I was around 2012, I was kind of underwater, and I didn't have the time to focus on a lot of the things that I want to talk to you about here today. Um, Working on my business, fixing and repairing these things so that we could be proactive, so that we could um, stay ahead of things like supply chain issues, um, price changes, price increases, all of the things that we need to um, really be agile and nimble and react to quickly so that we don't get caught on our heels. So this was me. This is the growth curve where you reach that threshold where you're kind of wearing too many hats in your business. And so the very first thing that we want to do, we'll call this phase one, phase two, we'll think of this as that growth ceiling. And the first thing that I had to do was figure out how to get my head above water so I could actually have the mental bandwidth and the time to actually start thinking about implementing some of these improvements so that we could get ourselves into that position of um, of strength, right? Being proactive rather than reactive. And the first system that I had to learn and put in place, which um, really solved for it, was a countermeasure against a couple things here. Number one was habits, Habits of me working on the wrong things each day, $10 tasks, etc. You know, not having guardrails in place. So my office was a revolving door. I spent most of my time solving, you know, little fiddly problems, playing the shrink, um, focusing on the wrong areas, um, and a countermeasure to lack of, you know, purpose 
and direction. So when your feet hit the ground in the morning, you know exactly what to do, what to focus on, and you know exactly what is on your, not only your to-do list, but also your um, not-to-do list. So what I had to do was build a system, and this is where I got certified in something called Agile, which taught me how to build a system. So this wasn't about the latest and greatest tool or app. This was about the timeless principles of productivity. Know them If, if you know them and follow them, then you're going to reap the benefits. So here's all the things that we have to get done in a day. And so having a personal success system so that every Monday I knew exactly what I had to get done during the week. I knew what I could say no to. I knew what I could put in the back burner and put on ice until a future time. And I didn't have to think about it. This allowed me to free up enough time, a little bit at first, and that expanded over time. Um, so I'm talking about a personal success system, which was the very first thing that I had to have in place so that I could kind of protect me from myself. Um, you know, all those all those bad habits, right? We procrastinate. We're not focused. We're overwhelmed. Our inbox is, is just overloaded with, with noise. All of these things, I had to have a personal success system in place so that I could be set up for success. That was the default behavior was just focus and success every day, right? Also the ability to, to hand things off and delegate and know which things to hand off and delegate. So this is number one, um, having a system so that, and I'm not talking about a, a, a project management like Trello, like an app. I'm talking about um, having the ability to, to know exactly where you're gonna be by the end of this quarter, to know exactly what you wanna get done by the end of this week, to know exactly what you want to get done by the end of today. Uh, when you have that, you're armed with it. You have that that uh, gift of clarity, gift of purpose, gift of focus. So having these things in place, really, really critically important so that you can get your head above water and start to focus on some of the proactive things that you'll have to put in place in order to pivot and uh, shift your business to one that is able to weather the storm of a recession. So um, number two, let's get into, this was my kind of big paradigm shift was understanding, this was an, an epiphany that was required for me, was understanding that my business, if I want to solve for these things, I can't be the center of the universe. So if this is me, this is my team, all my team members, right? Center of the universe. Everything's very centralized going through me. The first revelation was if I have to solve for, for this issue of me just being stuck pulling all the levers, feeding the machine every single day, I have to start looking at my business as something that's separate from me, right? So in other words, you cannot, you have to be something separate from your business. So you are not your business, okay? So that was the, the first thing that I had to realize and I had to start looking at my business as something that was separate from me. So that imagine, um, you know, if your business is you, if all of your processes and a lot of that tribal knowledge is trapped up here, then you are the default. People have to go through you. You are, in many ways, your business. So I had to start thinking my business is separate from me. And, and if I'm looking at it in that way, how do I need to structure things so that it can operate without having everything have to go through me? So the first kind of epiphany or aha was starting to see my business as a separate entity from myself. Um, so that when we're looking at making your business recession-proof, if your business is something separate um, from you and you see it as its own kind of separate uh, living, breathing entity, there's a couple things that need to follow. So thing number one is, well, how do we, how do we look at our business and know whether or not it's healthy? You're looking at your business as something separate from you. Well, that's where you have to have things like uh, your, your KPIs in place. 
So KPIs are like when you go to the doctor and the doctor takes your, your blood pressure, they take your temperature, that's how they assess the health of you. So you have to have the same ability to assess the health of your business so that it's not, uh, it's not like this emotional feeling type thing when it comes to your, uh, you know, your cash flow, your profitability, profitability, etc. You want to have a set of numbers so that you can start again being proactive looking at the health of your business on a regular cycle every day every week so that you know when your cash flow is you know that canary in the coal mine you start to see your aged receivables going out of whack you can react very very quickly because you are seeing your business as a system that is separate from yourself okay so let's talk about number two and the first kind of transition that allowed me to make this shift happen to have my business start to function and run as a as a system and an entity that was separate for me so um what has to be true if uh, you want this to be true if you want your business to run and function without you what needs to be true is whatever whatever path you choose you can say that your business is separate from you if you have roughly 80 to 90 percent of the day-to-day -day activities activities and decisions not on your plate so your average monday through friday 80 90 percent of the of the operating hours and day uh, 80 90 percent of the activities and decisions don't need to go through you okay so if 80 90 percent of the activities and decisions do need to go through you you're answering the phone you're calculating all the quotes this is you, right? You're chief everything officer. You're right in the in the center. So this is what we want to be true. We want to have 80-90% of the day-to-day -day activities and decisions not have to go through us. So how do we make that um, happen? Three big shifts that I made. So I now had the time and bandwidth because I had the personal success system. The second thing I had to have in place was I call it a a, a team performance system. So that's basically, you know, how do I start to hand off those activities, which means bringing the right people, um, getting the right people into the right seats in the bus. That's your hiring. That's your onboarding. That's your attracting people who are um, a good uh, culture fit into your organization. So number two, um, team performance system, a team performance system. And really at the end of the day, what we want to have be true, and, and this is especially true during, uh, you know, in, in the economic cycle, we're looking at the low points right down here. You want to, when you pay your payroll to your team, right? You're paying your payroll. You want, so this is somebody who is, is not being properly utilized. They're inefficient, lots of questions, um, a lot of mistakes. Um, their utilization, you know, is 20, 30% on, on payroll, on compensation. What you want to do is have a system in place that helps them to reach their potential in terms of utilization. So that means we're eliminating the friction, we're eliminating the search, we're eliminating the uh, the questions and the mistakes and the rework so that you can have a team that is fully utilized, fully optimized. And this is the benefit of having a team performance system. So we're talking about how you hire, how you onboard, how you train, and then how you manage the performance on an ongoing regular basis of the team. And I'm not talking about micromanaging. I'm, ha I'm talking about having a system for your quarterly reviews, your scorecards, having the right types of job descriptions. Having a team performance system is essential 
so that, especially during um, tough, uh, uncertain times, so that you are making the most of everybody who is on your bench. So number two, team performance system. Number three thing that has to be in place, if you want this to be true here, this statement to be true, 80-90% of your activities and decisions are off your plate, uh, you need to have um, what I call a leadership system in place. And a leadership system allows you to divide and conquer with your team so that um, each week you're again not having to make the bulk of the decisions when it comes to you know, your, your cash flow, your weekly and daily sales, when it comes to your profitability. Having a leadership system allows you to um, navigate the your uh, your business kind of as a boat to get everybody um, pointed in the same direction and having your team have the ability to make good decisions without you having to do all the thinking for them. And so a leadership system, how we execute our leadership system is every single Monday we meet for 60 minutes and we look at our numbers, so we call them KPIs each week. We look at our problems and um, we do some root cause analysis, so continuous improvement. Every single week, we look at all the problems. Rather than reacting to them throughout the week, fighting the fires, being reactive, we solve them and put um, measures in place first thing Monday morning so that when we break huddle, everybody knows who's doing what. So problems. Um, and then lastly, our goals. So having a system so that we can reverse engineer our goals and everybody knows exactly who's doing what. So I'll show you a, a, a quick glance at um, what that looks like for reverse engineering our goals. So we have, um, uh, for example, we know exactly where we want to be over the next three years. Uh, so when we look at, you know, beginning with the end in mind, vision, mission, core values, turned into uh, the next three years, turned into the next year. Each year is broken down into quarters. So when I say reverse engineering our goals, we know exactly who's doing what and by when so that uh, everybody's in the boat, boat's pointing in the same direction, and uh, we can get laser focused on dividing and conquering. And when it comes to making your business uh, recession-proof, you want to be extremely proactive. So this allows you guys to be really um, nimble, proactive, and having a system in place, you guys can really achieve your goals um, by being laser focused and having a, a very clear not to do list as well. Okay, system number four, and then I'm going to wrap up here. System number four. So let's get rid of this here. We talked about a leadership system, and let's just highlight these here for you. Okay, so team performance system, leadership system, personal success system. The last system that we want to have in place to make our business recession-proof during uncertain times is a, I call it a value creation system. A value creation system is essentially your single source of truth so that you have everybody on your team within your business. Um, you don't have 10 different people doing the same thing 10 different ways. You have a single source of truth. So whether you hire one person, two, three, ten people, everybody has the same way of doing things, which gives you two uh, benefits. Benefit number one is without a single source of truth, you have no basis for improving things. How can you improve on your systems or your processes if nobody even knows how you do it outside of people's tribal knowledge, outside of their heads? So value creation system allows you to 
both internally and externally, create on repeat happy clients and happy team members because everybody knows who's doing what, how it's done. So there's nothing left to do but just head down, execute, and it makes for a better work environment, makes for happier clients because you've got repeatability, consistency, scalability, which is also going to feed right into your bottom line, your profitability, as well as your reputation in the marketplace, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Value creation system, okay? So this has been my strategy to not only get my wits about me during um, uncertain times and, and recessions that I just expect them, we all expect them every, every couple of years, but also to have a business that is not, um, you've got your, uh, your bandwidth, you have the ability to say at the end of the day, whether or not I'm in the office, the trains still run on time, right? So huge gift for you, huge future gift for you, for your teams, for your clients, huge insurance policy so that um, you're able to weather the storms and really build a legacy that is able to endure these, these cycles that happen. So again, we're talking about personal success system. Purpose there is to get your head above water because you've got the focus and the purpose and the clarity and the guardrails every single week. Uh, number two, team performance system. That's your hiring. That's your onboarding. That's your training. That's your performance optimization. You have your leadership system so that you guys can reverse engineer your goals and knock down problems each week and stay laser focused on your numbers in your company so that you don't get caught on your heels when it comes to your cash flow, profitability, etc. Lastly, value creation system, single source of truth. Everybody's on the same page when it comes to how you do what you do. And you've got a method of um, relentlessly improving all of your processes and systems on an ongoing regular basis. So I want to share that with you guys. Um, it's gotten into, it's turned into a pretty long training, but I think it's kind of useful to have this on your radar, especially as um, things are shifting and changing the way they are these days. Hope that's useful, guys. Um, by the way, if you're watching this live, if you can let me know, um, hashtag live in the comments. If you're watching this on the recording, hashtag replay. If you're watching it on the replay, if you're interested in learning how you can plug into the same systems that I've talked about in this training, this is what we cover off in our Perfect Week Method program, where we teach the exact same systems that we use. Um, I'm going to tag a team member that you can reach out to if you want to learn a little bit more. Otherwise, hope that's useful, guys, and uh, hope to talk to you soon. Hey, Tim Uchuk here. And real quick, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, if you could take a couple quick seconds and give it a rating, it would be very much appreciated. And secondly, if you're looking for more tools and strategies on how you can crush it in life and business, just head on over to bookwithtim.com where I've put together a free case study which shows you how to unlock unprecedented freedom today by using the two power levers. Just head on over to bookwithtim.com. Until next time, wishing you success and freedom in your business. Cheers.